Hank, I just got to ask. This is a serious question. What was your first word? Oh, uh, that's a that's a fun story. Eeyore. Eeyore? Yes. <laughs> I, is that does that count as a word? I'll count it as a word. Yeah, like, like I like, like I, I don't noun. know if like. You know, we don't count like me saying, you know, mama or something. But like, I mean, that's the like, first word. I, I didn't talk very much when I was little. Like I, I was kind of mm-hmm. late on on starting talking. And so like just my my parents walk into I'm sitting there watching Winnie the Pooh and I just point at the TV and say Eeyore. And they were like, oh, <laughs> we got wow. one. So, yeah, that's my first word. Dang. Do you like Eeyore? I mean, like, I feel like he, he has some sort of special place in my heart as my first word. Character was my first word, but like I haven't watched a Windy the Pooh property in a very long time, so I can't say that I'm like particularly invested in his uh, his constant state of sadness. Mm. I think you should right. probably get some help, man. Poor guy. I mean, you're really showing your colors, man. You had him from right from the get go. You're just like team or all the way. Yeah. And they just kind of drifted apart. Yeah, I miss him. Uh, Still around, dude. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But I asked that uh, because uh, another funny story of my first word, uh, my sister's first word was no, but my first word was okay. So that kind of showed <laughs> the difference between us. And I talk about my first word okay because we're going to be talking about okay in a way today. Hi, I'm Bradley Miller. That's Hank Farr. And this is No Good Ideas, the podcast where we talk about terrible ideas all throughout history, pop culture, the media, whatever. If it's a bad idea or even just like a, I just, a, yeah, a something loose that's concept. just like a little, a little silly. Something that's just a little silly. We'll silly talk movie. about it. Yeah. Um, and really, really dive deep into it in yeah. a way on the day. Um, but yeah, this is our third episode back. Um, yeah. Hank, I just want to say you, you remember all of the things that you have to plug at the end of this episode. Yeah, right? yeah I'm back on missed. track now. Okay, I, sweet. I'm, I'm back on track. Okay, so I'm happy that coma uh, <laughs> that we totally uh, forgot about in the last episode. I'm happy that coma is, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's starting to worn off. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. getting back into the groove. I'm really liking that we've got an overarching plot line this season. This is good. This is a good thing. Yeah, you know, and it's not really a plot line. It's more of just like a life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're just a part of like what's going on in our life that's real and true and not not at all a fake little bit designed to uh, explain a, a leave of absence. Um, yeah, but no, no, we want to lie to you. You think we yeah, do that? No. Just get on a no. podcast and lie? We would never lie to you. No. That would be um, if if we were lying, it would be called the 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 no good liars podcast. <laughs> No good lot. I mean, that's actually that's my favorite CW show. No good liars. Oh, is that actually a show? No, that's not a show. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, we were doing the thing, guys. And... We're doing the thing. <laughs> but now let's get into this. Uh, this story that I have for us today um, is our fourth soda related story on this podcast, <laughs> which. I'm actually surprised it's only our fourth. Is yeah, because I'm thinking. Okay, so we had we had we had New Coke. We had yeah. um, the Pepsi the, ad. We had yeah. Uh, we had the the Coke. The um, the Magic cans. Magic cans. I mean, if we count no. like other beverages like beer, we have ten cent beer night. Yeah, that's not soda. Has it yeah. only been three before? Like, I guess it just feels like so many. 
I feel. Hold on, I'm gonna dive deep into our catalog right here. Do the pod- bit looking things up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have new Coke was our first episode, and then we yep. have the Pepsi uh, ad. Um, scrolling down, uh, Coca Cola Magic cans, and I think that's it. Huh. Um, feels- if you count drinks, we have uh, Beer Night and the Eggnog Riot. Yeah. Um, yeah. and. Uh- uh, Heinz Easy Squirt Ketchup. If you want <laughs> if you were really it. feeling like drinking that, which yeah, oh, questionable, really questionable mm-hmm. after doing that episode. Um, yeah, it just it feels like it's definitely soda has come up at least tangentially in a couple other episodes for sure. Right, it's yeah. like it's just somehow like just soda companies managed to really fumble things in the most yeah. hilarious and storied of ways. I, 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 why do you think that is? Why do you think sodas make terrible mistakes and soda companies and soda brands and whatnot? I, I genuinely have no idea. I, I cannot think of why that out of all businesses should be so susceptible to just like really tripping up. I, I think it's because, and there's like some philosopher, some guy, he's even like around today who's talking about like soda is like it's specifically Coca-Cola is like one of the last few things where it's like it's 100 percent marketed as just a feeling like you don't get anything out of soda hmm. like health wise. You get nothing out of soda, um, yeah. but you get you know, you feel good. It tastes good. It's like just yeah. you get nothing out of it. And but so it's like when associated mar- with certain activities and like often like just generally like social events, sporting events, yeah. movies. So, yeah. So when you market it, you have to market that feeling. And I feel like soda, it's really easy to kind of go a big with those marketing uh, like uh, market. What's the word? Uh, campaigns uh, to go big with those campaigns like we're going to talk about today with this soda. Are you ready, Hank, to dive deep into OK Soda? I th- I think I'm ready. So we're going to throw it back to the year 1993. And we start with Sergio Zyman, the chief of marketing for Coca-Cola Beverages. And he would Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he was rehired after he led the disaster that was New Coke. No so way. Guy, yeah, oh, it's so- a proper sequel. Yeah, this is basically New Coke Part 2, in a way, but not as good. Um, but, so Zyman, he later, like, revamped canned designs, and he did campaigns for Diet Coke and the original Recipe Coke. So Coca-Cola kind of regained their trust with him. And you're like, you know, okay, you, you okay. had one bad idea, but we, yeah. we can bring you back on board. Remember New Coke? Yeah, I feel like that was, like... That was more than like just like oh you goofed up a little bit. That was like a whole lot of a uh, a goof. Yeah, that was a. I'm running out of synonymous or synonyms for like ways of messing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it was such a bad goof that when we started this podcast, it was our first episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're like, yeah, of course we're going to talk about new premiere. Coke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we go back to him. And he was known for his out there, quote unquote, out there marketing campaigns. Okay. But Coca-Cola went along with them. And he was trying to think, 
how can I get a hold of Generation X? Remember, this is 1993. So Generation X, they're like the young, hip generation. They're the kids, teens, you know? You need to get on their level and get them to buy Coca-Cola products. Yeah. So Generation X in the 90s, it was like that grunge, cynical, anti-corporate vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, Seattle, Nirvana, you know, stick it to the man. Buy Angry Soda! (laughs) Yeah, buy Angry Soda. So he thought, why not have a soda with like a similar vibe? If this story... I know the story is about OK Soda, so I just, I just, I feel like OK doesn't sound like cynical or grungy to me. So I'm curious to see the the bridge here. <laughs> so the reason why it's called OK Soda, they did a study and they found out that Coke was the second most recognizable word in the world. When you said Coke, people knew what it was. It's a something, it's a word that we basically all share. And it makes sense, you know, it's a I huge, guess. it's just kind of yeah. scary. <laughs> But they found out number one was OK. So they're like, let's make a soda <laughs> called OK. So we can have one and two. Um. So, yeah. So the new soda was called OK Soda. And they liked it. They liked okay. OK Soda. All right. You know, definitely doesn't feel like the proper appeal to Gen X. But it, I feel like it succeeds on the other front of like, I think that makes sense as an idea. It's like, OK, let's make something just super recognizable. Although maybe it doesn't correlate with soda perfectly. Well, th- here's the thing. They like the word okay because it underpromised. It didn't say how great hmm. the drink was or like how amazing it tastes. It was just okay. It was okay. It's exactly what it says. It's underpromised. You're like, yeah. I can get by that. If you th- if you think it's any better, great. But you know, it's okay. I can get by that. So when you think. I kind of I was meant to ask this in the beginning, but I kind of want to ask you it now. What style of advertising do you kind of like respect more? Are you like that traditional straight pitch like commercial? Do you like humor integrated? Do there's also like activism with like social causes? What's like your more style of advertising that kind of fits with you the best? Hmm. I think that the the style of advertising that. I don't know, because I feel like I kind of have a, you know, I like to think, although I'm sure that this is not true subliminally, like, I like to think that, like, I kind of almost, like, try to resist advertising because it's like, like, I don't want them to tell me what to do. No, no, that you can't make me. I'm sure that that my brain still like in the end, a lot of it is more about brain recognition than them, like, trying to make you buy something specific. Right. Uh, uh, But. I'd say that, like. The, the, the actually activism in in advertising is the quickest way to lose me because really? so often like like so often like especially like for example with the, the with uh, we're gonna go back to another pepsi uh uh episode soda episode that we did was on that one pepsi ad where it was like this whole activism thing but it really it was really bad messaging and it really right flopped. and it's like and it's like pepsi you know and like soda companies are responsible for some like really big problems with like water distribution in uh in lower income countries and like they there's issues there so like when they try to do activism it's like okay, all right uh yeah uh so it's not like, really we, genuine in a I, way i wouldn't say that like other stuff like there's anything i prefer i like it when ads are actually funny but then when they're not funny it's just like oh oh um, cringe yeah it just, just kind of makes you go like uh, okay but 
I think my favorite ads are always Geico ads. For some reason, they their marketing team is yeah really good. <laughs> it's strange how like insurance commercials are like the best commercials. Yeah, they're all, like all state are pretty good. State Farm are great. They're yeah. all insurance companies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Farmers. Yeah, bum, what's bum, up bum, with bum, that? Bum. Lemu, Emu, and Doug. Yeah, like. I say the Liberty, theirs are the least exciting to me out of all of those that we've just mentioned. But like, yeah, so I guess just insurance commercials. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Those are the (laughs) the types of ads I respect. But going back to one thing you said, you kind of like try to resist advertising in a way. And that's what they tried to do with OK Soda. Uh, Hmm. They assumed that the youth was already aware that they're being manipulated by advertising. So they made a soda that was clear about it. They were marketing a feeling, not really a soda. It was just okay. They even like made fun of their own soda in their advertisements. And one of their advertisements said that their soda tasted like carbonated tree sap. Wow, that's like, uh, wow, that's actually pretty, that's pretty ballsy. (laughs) Yeah, it's very... You know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No good ideas. We'll be right back. Um, Speaking of the taste of this, I haven't really mentioned what OK Soda really was. Um, Apparently, according to reports, I mean, obviously, I can't have it. Uh, We don't have it around anymore. Spoiler alert. Um, Mm -hmm. It had more of like a citric taste than traditional colas. It was a cola, but it had like some type of like orange zest in it. It was described as slightly spicy. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's exactly. It sounds like something that I'd be willing to try. Yeah. They're kind of nailed it. It's a different soda. Yeah. I haven't heard anything that's like really bad yet. Um, well, their their designs of it were different. So, you know, the Coca-Cola had these like bright red cans, like mm-hmm. super recognizable. Probably the most yeah. recon- one of the most recognizable things on Earth is a can of Coke or a bottle of Coke. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so with OK Soda, they went the opposite direction and kind of went for a black and white noir style. Um, hmm. So they're, I'm going to share a link with you. Um, feel free to check those out. Uh, they were something they... Got uh, independent cartoonists to draw like mascots on their cans. These are kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? The what? Yeah. So there's this one guy, the guy in black and white. Uh, do you know? Uh, does he kind of look familiar to that looks you? Looks like a mugshot. I mean, yeah. Do you does do you? If you had to guess who oh, what God. they're trying to get at, I couldn't tell you. Uh, Charles Manson. Um, yeah, and that was done by one of the cartoonists that they hired. Um, <laughs> I, he didn't talk to Coke about that. He just drew those on the cans. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, and he I, said, Listeners, you, you probably couldn't see my face in that, but my, my eyes went very wide, and I legitimately did not know how to respond to it. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Yeah, the uh, mass murderer Charles Manson. Huh. Uh the cartoonist said that the contract he signed with Coke never said he couldn't draw a mass murderer on the cans. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing you gotta specify. Yeah. So, and wow. it's. I'm trying to say. So, it, for the listeners who can't look it up, it's a silver can, 
and it has like a very creepy looking, at least one side of the can, a very creepy looking mugshot apparent like that's a good way of describing mugshot like drawing yeah of a guy who looks pretty much like charles manson and then in the top right corner there's a red box that says okay and i think with a period at the end just okay yeah it, it actually like all things considered outside of it being soda the artwork looks kind of sick like it looks like something yeah. that you see graffitied on a cement wall right it's, but when you look at it you would just never assume that it's soda. Yeah, it does not make me go, I want to drink this slightly spicy cola. Right. Huh. Yeah. So th- there uh, I'm seeing the, the grunge 90s kid appeal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting that influence there. But like, it's just nothing about that says, you want to consume this tasty sweet drink. <laughs> no. It says, and that's kind of what Charles you need Manson to do. On yeah. a cement wall. <laughs> When you market a soda, you kind of got to make it so they can like to drink it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, some amount of visual appeal of like, yeah, if we're selling a feeling like I think, OK, there's so many other ways I would go appealing. Something is like, here's a soda that we're being honest about it. Like mm-hmm. that isn't <laughs> Charles Manson. Yeah, um, so you can see that this kind of, I mean, we referenced New Coke at the beginning of this episode, yeah. but this also has another, like, connection to another episode we did. Okay, Soda, they pulled a Coke magic can with some of the boxes. If you bought a box of Okay, Soda, some of them had a prize can. Oh my gosh, ah, it's everything's coming into play with this. <laughs> it wasn't as, like a bad idea as the magic cans where it still had that like foul smelling liquid in it but yeah. it was like a soup can that like had a prize in it like a little hat but it also contained two quarters so you can buy another can of soda okay. all right which i can appreciate that That's because cool. one of our complaints of magic cans which if mm-hmm. you haven't listened to that episode just a quick recap basically coca-cola had like a little like contest Back in like the 90s, I want to say 80s, 90s, where if you popped the the can, a little like capsule could come out and have like some cash. Yeah. But to make it so it wasn't obvious, they filled it with like a foul smelling fart liquid. Yeah. Fart that, water. Like, yeah. Fart water that like people drank and got kind of sick from. Yeah. It, it, and it's still I still do not understand why they couldn't have just put normal water in there. I don't know. But also, you got money, but it's like, sometimes you just wanted to have a can of Coke. Yeah, if I really wanted to be, like, drinking a soda with my my wonderful sandwich I just got at the deli, I'd I'd kind of, like, I'd be happy, but I'd also still be a little peeved. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, well, now I don't have a drink to go with my sandwich. And, like, in the end, sodas do taste good. And they do Mm -hmm. provide a good feeling when you're sitting out on the patio and it's nice out and you're eating from the deli. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, 50 bucks, fine, but also, can I have my soda as well, you yeah. know? So I appreciate they threw in those 50 cents, like, here, you can get another soda, you're all good. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, Coca-Cola. But also, if you look at those cans, you might recognize uh, on the very left can, you see there's some text on there. Yeah. And that is because OK Soda had a manifesto. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of I have it right here. I'm just going to quickly read through 
some of the things that were on the manifesto. Their main one, which I think is their main slogan, is what's the point of okay? Well, what's the point of anything? Uh, Okay Soda emphatically rejects anything that is not okay. It fully supports anything that is. Um, There is no real secret to feeling okay. Uh, Please wake up every morning knowing that things are going to be okay. Okay, that one's a little nicer. Yeah, Okay Soda does not subscribe to any religion, endorse any political party, or do anything other than feel okay. Hey, full neutrality. Uh, Yeah. Okay Soda says, don't be fooled into thinking there has to be a reason for everything. And there's more, but I I don't want to. That's just like, it only makes it feel scarier. (laughs) Like, what, like, this, this soda feels, you've got a mass murderer and a manifesto on a gray can. Of slightly spicy soda. Yeah, this this just like this doesn't say to me drink me. This says like <laughs> like like I'm not now, okay. now they've gone back around from like being like the honest people that aren't trying to tell you any like like they're being honest and they're not trying to manipulate to like feeling like it's like some like, you know, scary post that you see on Facebook that's trying to convince you kind of something of in like a way. It, it it does. It's like it's like trying to convince you of something crazy and it's like no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, and they tested the soda in a group of cities, and it never really caught on. Um, it, <laughs> and here's the reason. The youth and teen market, they saw straight through their marketing. Because in an effort to try and not manipulate youth into like through marketing, they manipulated. They tried to manipulate youth by trying not to manipulate them. They couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, you, That's just how you, marketing works. When you're works. marketing, yeah. You can't not do that. Otherwise, you're just not marketing it. Yeah, you're not doing you're not making good advertisements. Yeah. So it's just it's you got to accept it, I guess. They became exactly the thing that they were trying to make fun of. Yeah, that that always makes satire Mm -hmm. not work. Right. And also it kind of gives like a very like, how do you do fellow kids energy? You know, that gif. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, It just has that like like. What's We're the hip. point anyway? Right, guys? Yeah. What's the... Dude, dude, dude. Hey, little buddy. Hey, little man. What's the point? If you right. don't know if you don't know what the point is, if you don't know what the point is, spend $2.50 and buy this soda. It's okay. It doesn't taste... It it, it tastes like utter shit. Yeah. What... You, you, I, you think it's okay? That's exactly what I wear black for. and gray clothing yeah. and bash my head against the cement wall all the time. Do you kids want to drink this? So it's got a little bit of citrus flavor. <laughs> Slightly spicy. You guys like it. I play okay. electric guitar and, and I don't get it. <laughs> I'm 17. Like all of you, I'm totally not a 49 year old uh, marketing <laughs> executive. Who's in really tight shirt and jeans right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like in the end, it's, I, it's that's such a tough balance to strike. And like, honestly, looking at these cans, it feels like it it's these this graphic design is pretty courageous. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of scary. It makes you kind of uncomfortable in terms of like in terms of marketing. That is horrible in terms of art. Interesting. 
Yeah. Very interesting. It, like, I feel like this is something that nowadays, if these cans were floated around for, like, a limited release, people would, like, hold on to these and, like, want to look at them, you know? Mm. They're they're interesting looking, but they do not make me want to drink it with my deli sandwich at lunch. Right. Like, there's kind of, like, a cult following with this soda. Like, I people, bet. like, like, appreciate the the like nostalgia of it all but in the time like it was scrapped seven months into like it being introduced like Like, it didn't even last a year weird coke projects yeah but yeah that's that's okay soda the thing that they aimed for okay and landed at very weird (laughs) yeah yeah like and honestly i feel like it almost is okay in a way because like this does not feel as egregiously stupid or bad as many as our other soda episodes mm-hmm. like yeah. there's not like blatant stupidity on display here it's just like it's just a weird decision and like line of thinking that like created something that in retrospect is kind of interesting but like when you're selling it not smart we already have an okay soda it's called rc cola <laughs> Because it's only okay. It's not that good. Okay. Okay. I I, I thought it was a pun on RC somehow, and I, my I, my wheels were spinning in my head. I was like, I. You I ever had an RC joke. cola? I don't know if I have. Dude, it's just it's like it's just okay. the third brand of cola. It goes <laughs> Coke, Pepsi, RC, and there used to be a sub sandwich place uh, near Gonzaga. Yeah. And they only had RC product like Fountain. It was the only place I've huh. ever seen that happen. Yeah. You couldn't get Coke. You can only get RC. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, hey, RC, you guys keep on chugging on at a, yeah. out there in, in Spokane. Um, mm-hmm. Plus maybe other a few locations. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. yeah no, there's like, I, I mean, I love off-brand sodas. There's so many okay off-brand sodas. It's like, I think marketing yourself is okay. It's like you're kind of actually in a in a, some pretty fierce competition to be the most okay soda. <laughs> right. Have you ever had a Safeway brand soda? They are the definition of okay uh-huh. sodas. A definition yeah. of utterly mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, you'll, it's fine. Exactly. Like, if you have that with a sandwich, it's not going to ruin your day. But, like, you kind of wish you just spent a little more money to get the real thing. You wanted it, yeah, if you had that extra 250 you know? Yeah, it lacks. It's if you, you got the 50-cent can. It lacks that little extra punch. Yeah. So, well, okay. Okay. I think it's time for our next segment. I think it's time for good idea, bad idea. Ooh, yeah. Of the week. Oh, my goodness. Hank... I always feel like I go first. You yeah. should go first. All right. I'll go first this time. Uh, my good idea for this week is to play Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Now, I might be a little biased because I run an Instagram page where I build like a, a lot of Lego Star Wars stuff. But recently, um, it's going to be a little bit further from recently when this releases. But uh, recently, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga was released on uh, PC and consoles uh, worldwide. And they kind of knocked it out of the park with that game. If you liked playing Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga as a kid, um, this game manages to perfectly balance the feeling of really accurately like replicating the gameplay experience of that while also upping 
everything about it. And, like, just making, just, like, adding new mechanics and, like, iterating on the ideas of it so that it still feels like the same thing in the best way possible while also being different in only good ways. And it's great for that. It looks awesome. The 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 writing is funny, it, like, genuinely really funny. The, the slapstick cartoony, like, the animation is great. It's it's awesome. Um, and I would strongly recommend it for anybody who has nostalgia or anybody who... I mean, if you like Star Wars at all, it's a great parody of Star Wars. It's a great silly little parody. It, which, there's a weird... I was thinking recently, there's a lot of parodies of Star Wars. Like, more so than any other, like, franchise. It's kind of It's the to easiest to parody because in its own vacuum, it's just ridiculous. It is. Yeah. yeah. This is true. Everything mm-hmm. about it always is super ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for that. So, um, yeah, I'd recommend playing that game for a little bit of a nostalgic experience in in what feels like a good way, not nice. like they're just like playing off nostalgia. It's like you actually you're getting something out of it. Nice. Yeah. I I was looking at that, so it is worth a buy. I think. Okay. Yeah. Because I got to check this. Do you play it on Switch? Yeah, that's where I got it. Okay, then that's good because sometimes when they do a, like a Switch port or something, it's just not that good. Yeah, or just like it doesn't run as well. I, I have had right. some frame drops on it on Switch. That's I feel fine. like it might work That's a little fine. better on on the new OLED version, but like, who cares? Oh, just a who couple. cares? I got a three year old Switch and it works fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'll check that out, dude. Um, cool. I haven't played a Lego game in a while. I might have to cop that. I think you should. Mm-hmm. My, I'm trying to think of where I want to go with this. Yeah, I'm going to say my good idea of the week. Yeah, definitely good idea is Spokane-style pizza, which is finally getting its due diligence online. Spokane-style pizza. Um, What? So you take a uh, dish, you take a casserole dish, you make a deep dish style, you get that dough out, you put fry sauce all over it, you know, you put canned salmon on it, you take onions, peppers, uh, cheese. You bake that and you top it with strawberries on there and you drizzle that with more fry sauce. Mm, perfect. Whoa. And I'm, I'm saying, it. are you looking it up? Yeah, and I'm saying this um, because Spokane style pizza isn't real. So basically, That's my good idea... That's what I was about to say. I was yeah. going to be like, all right. So this guy... Josh Scherer from Mythical Kitchen, like Rhett and Link's like the like cooking channel, uh-huh. he created a TikTok saying like Spokane style pizza is the best regional pizza and nobody's talking about it. And he created this crazy pizza, which is like it was obviously fake. It was so obvious that it was fake. It's like he was basically making this repulsive dish, and it's like I can't believe like this isn't grown out of the Spokane greater Coeur d'Alene area. Like, this yeah, is perfect. I was kind of like... I was almost on board until the strawberries. Uh, yeah, I, the salmon I don't think belongs on a pizza. Um, I've, but, I've had salmon on a pizza before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, good. There's, there's ways that you can integrate that. Yeah, the thing, absolutely. The thing also Smoked that salmon? grosses me out about it is the warm fry sauce. I think that's a little too much for me. I don't even um, know what fry sauce is, so I just assumed it's a it mixture was... of mayo and ketchup. No, oh, okay, never. Yeah, right. I assume um, it was something a little more complex than that. No, uh, but it was so fake. It was so 
It was, it's hilarious. Yeah. And people. But people on TikTok totally thought it was real, didn't they? No, people on Twitter thought it was real. There's so many people who I follow and shout out to them. They're the greatest, but they fell for it so hard. They're saying like, how dare you make Spokane style pizza? And I was like, just having a ball with it. I was retweeting it saying like, yeah, I went to like, I had this all the time in Spokane. (laughs) This is the Tuesday night special at Pete's Pizza on uh Cinto Street like oh no no not Cinto uh Pete's Pizza and someone said no it's not and so I took the website of Pete's Pizza which is like a uh pizza chain that's right near uh Gonzaga and I edited their website with like inspect <laughs> oh. to say their Tuesday night was Spokane style pizza and I took a screenshot and a replied to the guy with it um, and his name's Hunter he's great shout out Hunter I worked with him on the updog and then he replied back with the normal screenshot he's like no you made that up <laughs> I was like dude man I just it, it just sucks that they're already the, the backlash already got to them they had to change it already that's so sad <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's my good idea is I love internet pranks that harm no one and just make people mad for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it warms my heart. <laughs> oh man. So that's yeah, really that's really funny. Idea. That was a good little story for for the good the good idea of the week. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at it and like it's it's presented. I mean, the TikTok presents it well. Everything like honestly, it still looks presentable minus the strawberries are just so glaringly like, "Oh, what?" Right. The <gasps> guy, Josh Sher, he is like a professional chef. Like yeah. he his stuff online. I mean, like we're a tiny podcast, but I guess I can plug a Mythical Kitchen, check them out. They're great. Yeah. Um but nah, I just found it hilarious. Yeah. Public medicine the most harmless way possible. Way yeah. to go. Way oh, to man. go. All right. Well, I think it's time to plug those things that we are now remembering to plug again. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? I'll go because, first. Yeah. Hey, if you haven't watched it yet, watch our movie. The Spy Files, mm-hmm. The Mystery of the Missing Orb, available on YouTube.com backslash Hank Give it a watch. It's a blast. We made it in a week, but it it doesn't matter. It came out amazing. So mm-hmm. you can watch that. I directed Bradley Stars. Whole lot of fun. Um, you can also check out my Lego hobby page at Faraway Bricks on Instagram. Uh, Bradley, where can they find you? You can find me at Bradley with an E on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Letterbox, Cameo. If you want, it's technically I plug it because it's there. Um, you can also <laughs> go to Brad.rocks and see everything I've ever done. I got stuff cooking. I got stuff. Yeah, it's like cooking. a pizza oven, except it's not with strawberries. Yeah. No Warm strawberries fruit, on though. this weird pizza. Dude, random sidebar. I found out that apples upset my stomach, and I have never been so upset. Oh, that's a bummer. I was, I'm assuming it's that that's such you like apples. I love apples. Dang. And I realized, like, today, I'm like, oh, not today, but, like, this week, I had, like, a cup of apple juice, and I felt horrible for the oh, rest of the day. That's the I was worst. like, oh, man, that sucks. Anyway. My friend uh, Ethan liked milk, and then he got lactose intolerant. Yeah. I yeah. think that's just what happened with me. It's just you got ap- crazy. Aptose intolerant. Aptose intolerant. Uh, uh, and you can also follow this show at No Good Ideas Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can see behind the scenes clips and future updates on what we're talking about. You know, if you want to stay involved in this show, you can do that. You can also review the show. Give us five stars. Spotify, five stars on Nothing Spotify less. and Apple Podcasts. If you give us anything less, 
the demons yeah. of the night. Just I don't want to put it on the spot right now because I don't know if you got any more reviews. But if you give us a five star review, we'll read it out loud on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll check after. I don't want to be the find out we got no more while we're recording because that'd be <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, so let's look at all of our five star reviews. This one's from me. You guys are awesome. Oh, guys, can you just write something nice? It's all I'm running on. I'm running on yeah. fumes. And we say five star because just the way that the, um, especially that apple podcast like store or whatever download yeah. plaza i guess works it works better if you just give us a five-star review just let us know what you think um yeah. or or, or if us- you if you just listen to one of these episodes and you have a have a burning desire to destroy us you could give us a four-star review yeah oh my god if you have us a four-star review i don't know what we do with ourselves we'll be ruined mm-hmm. um but yeah that's the show and Hank, I think it's time for you to end this episode the way that we always do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I'm tracking on that, dude. I, I love ending the episode this way. I love, I love doing this outro. Golf ball! Golf ball!